Welcome back to the Buddha Cat Podcast. This is Jeff, Buddha Cat number one. Amy, Buddha Cat number one. How did you get number one? It's my Buddha Cat. My Buddha Cat. Okay. All right. I'll deal. Buddha okay. Cat number two. You can be. I don't want to be number two or anything. You can be co Buddha Cat. Okay. Buddha Cat one point uh, five. That works for me. Okay. okay. So welcome back to the podcast. This is the Buddha Cat Chat. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to the last episode. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. And uh, I think my mom listened. She did? I think your grandma listened too. She texted me. We have two listeners. <laughs> two listeners. Yeah, your grandma texted me and said, uh, Love to the Buddha cat. I don't know what she's referring to. Grandma, if you're listening, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, Grandma. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Love our birthday presents. Yeah, that was fun. I got Batman pajamas. I got a very nice handbag. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, big, big handbag. I have a lot of things. Yeah. I have a lot of important things that I must carry around with me wherever I go. Sometimes trash. Sometimes. It's a lot of baggage. Empty packages of things. Did you hear my baggage joke? It was really bad. Mm-hmm. I ignored it. So yeah, so yeah, my birthday was, uh, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. We went to Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was fun. You bought me Adam Carolla tickets for my birthday, Surprise. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Surprise! Awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, we talked about last time how Adam Carolla is one of my heroes, so it's always good to go see him. You I had a good, good time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good. You saw a couple fighting, which was fun. Oh, God. <laughs> An old drunk couple fighting uh, because they both drank too much. Mm -hmm. And this one woman insisted on interrupting the show and, like, directly speaking to Adam Carolla and then telling Teresa Strausser that she could see her underwear Mm -hmm. from the stage. Yeah. And... Stop the show so she could tell. Stop the show. So... So she uh, said, oh, you pulled a Sharon Stone. Like, we could hear it. It's, like, right next to because we were really close to the stage. And her husband lost his shit over it. He was super embarrassed. He was super embarrassed. And then she was just like, I'm so sorry. Just, like, apologizing, apologizing to the point where he was getting frustrated and it was interrupting his show. Yeah. She got up and walked out. It was pretty funny. It was hilarious. Distracting. Very distracting. And Adam... Probably could have just put them, you know, stopped them right away, but he kind of just let them do their thing. So I know I talked about football last time. So Adam Kroll is a huge football plan, fan, and he was talking about football, and there was, like, this random woman sitting oh, next to yeah. us at the same table, and he was talking about the Cardinals, because we're in Arizona, and um, talking about the Cardinal season and, and a bunch of football lingo. I don't, it, I don't fucking get it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, this woman just started booing and saying, go Cardinals. Go Cardinals! Go Cardinals! Like, out of nowhere. And her, her like, whoever she was with was obviously super embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going. Yeah, she wouldn't stop. He was, even even when he was trying to say that uh, the Cardinals were going to win, he had a formula he'd come up with to decide how his team that he liked, and I don't remember who he said. Oh, who knows? But uh, he had a formula that said whenever they play, whenever they play a, a good team and they win, right, then they go the next team they play a shitty team and they lose. 
Right. And so he was trying to formulate, because this woman was insisting that the Cardinals were the best, he was trying to formulate how they would work against the Cardinals. Ugh. And she just wouldn't stop. He, he was, he was, you know, he was... Uh, He's like, all right, drunk lady. Yeah, he was uh, <laughs> abiding her. I don't even think she was drunk. She just had no social graces. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Like when some people really like their football enough that they will scream it. <sighs> you know how I feel about football. I don't get it. I don't know that I care about anything that much that I would scream about <laughs> it. I feel miserable right now. Yeah, oh. what, um, what makes you feel so miserable? Oh, thank God. It's so... All right. It was, I guess, we were, it was like, two in the morning, and Jeff and I were laying in bed, and he's like, oh, I want pizza, and I'm like, I want McDonald's big breakfast, and, like, just really wanted pancakes from McDonald's specifically, um, with extra syrup and butter and little packets, like, mm-hmm. really delicious. Um, so, <laughs> Jeff went and got us McDonald's. Yeah, luckily, the McDonald's has rolled out their all-day breakfast. Yeah. All-day breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, they started it in uh, San Diego back in April. They rolled it out nationwide uh, on uh, on uh, October 16th. Or, I'm sorry, October 6th. Can I tell you, I hurt right now because yeah. it was the worst decision of the day. I went through the drive-thru. Uh, it was about 1 in the afternoon, so it should have been after the lunch rush, but there mm-hmm. was still a lot of people in line. Um, ordered two big breakfasts, pancake big <laughs> breakfasts. Not even the big okay. breakfast. The, it was, you don't get the eggs. For lunch, you get just the pancakes and the sausage. Okay, I do want to interject real quick and just say, one, partially this is on me, partially on you. You've had some stomach issues and not feeling well, and so you have not eaten for a couple days. I was super hungry, and I was basically like, let's just order the whole menu. Yeah. Okay, so it's not completely on you, and I don't want everyone to think we are totally crazy. But I feel like it wasn't an unreasonable amount of food. I'll let you tell your story. No, well, we ordered the, the pancakes, so it's three mm-hmm. pancakes and a sausage patty. We ordered two of those, mm-hmm. so we had six pancakes and two sausage patties. Mm-hmm. They don't have uh, hash browns. I know. For, for whatever reason. So, so f- just like, french fries. So fucking stupid. So we got two large french fries. Uh, we also ordered the breakfast burrito, right? Sausage breakfast burrito. My stomach hurts just talking about this. Um, and you need syrup for your pancakes and butter. And I like to have the worst thing in the world for having fast food is not to have enough sauce. Whether it's chicken nuggets or ketchup for your fries, or in this case, syrup and butter for your pancakes. So I ordered four butters. <laughs> Per <laughs> per breakfast and four uh, they're, syrups. They're very tiny butter packets. So we have eight. So we now we have eight butter packets and eight sausage containers. This is great for my diet, but yes. Um, and then two hot coffees and two iced coffees. No, did you order two hot coffees no. and two iced coffees? I think I misspoke, and I was going to get into that because after I ordered eight. <laughs> eight syrups and eight butters and the guy in the drive through speaker was disgusted by that and said um, I'm gonna have to charge you for those mm-hmm. and I said yeah that's fine whatever he's like so you do you still want eight and he paused of each and I I said yeah I want eight of each we got two two pancake dinners I'm thinking six six pancakes. <laughs> Eight, eight syrups. I mean, you want to have a little bit of extra. I'd rather have more than less. Yes, true. So, and then he says, well, what do you want for drinks for those? And I said, um, 
I, I, I think it may have been on me, but I said, I want, uh, we're going to have two coffees, uh, two coffees, a co- hot coffee and iced coffee. Uh, and then I saw it pop up on the screen. He put two hot coffees, two iced coffees. So and you're like, whatever. It's I just, just already at this, embarrassing. At this point, I said, the more people he thinks that I'm bringing this home, this food home to, <laughs> then the better. You forgot? Did you mention the two large fries? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did mention no the two fries. large fries. Yeah, two okay. two large fries to go with that. Probably could have got smalls, but probably could have got smalls. Just, I mean, what? It's a nickel more to get another forty that pounds of fries. So that's it. How they get you? You know it. It on the screen at the drive-through. It looks like a gigantic amount of food mm-hmm. because it's completely itemized and sitting in front of you. And clearly, the the guy who's working the drive-through very disgusted by my order. So what happened when you drove up? So then I drove up. Uh, it's a different guy. The first window where I pay. I haven't heard this. You story haven't yet. heard this story. Yeah, okay. This is a good one. And he, um, you know, I'm I'm handing him my. Well, first he says that, uh, you know, you get two chicken nuggets and two fries. I said, no, no, no. I said, I, I got uh, pancakes and, and he goes, oh, you got the breakfast. And the I said, breakfast. The breakfast. Like, they're, in the two minutes it took me to get from the drive through speaker to the window, they're already talking about these people who are coming through <laughs> and buying all this breakfast food. He goes, yeah, you got the breakfast. And I said, oh, yeah, I got the breakfast. Kind of laughed at that because, you know, I, was, I guess I did get the breakfast. Um, for 10 people. For 10 people, apparently. But realistically, it does not that much food. I mean, if I think they they're disgusted more by the mm-hmm. syrup and the butter than, okay, the, fair you know, than the actual food. But I mean, like, it was roughly 20 ounces of syrup. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and then he looks, you know, he, he takes my card, and he hands it back to me, and he says, you know, that's a lot of syrup. And I said, yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of syrup. I'm... Thanks, teenager. So yeah, it's, that's, uh, that's a lot of syrup, and I'm, I'm trying to think fast because he's got this look on his face, like he's just like, you know, what are you, what are you gonna do with all that syrup, man? That's not safe. <laughs> Eat that much syrup at lunch. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm thinking quick. And I said, yeah, you know, I've got kids at home. The kids had a sleepover. We got kids. We kids. Eat. Kids love syrup. I said. Wait. So okay, this is good. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, you know, if he, if, what does he know? Maybe I'm giving one, maybe I'm splitting those six pancakes up between four or five kids, oh. giving each one a butter packet, each one a syrup packet, and we've got one left over in case a kid needs more. Huh? You are so smart. Yeah, thought of that real quick. Just you know, it came in my <laughs> embarrassment of being berated by the second person in line about having too much syrup and butter. So, yeah, he... Did that appease him? Yeah, oh, yeah, he loved it. He thought that was great. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, I tacked on the piece at the end about kids love syrup. He goes, yeah, yeah. He said, if, uh, you know, if I had a, a, a... He said something about, you know, having a 32-ounce cup full of syrup for the kids. And I was just like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, he doesn't think that just me and my wife are going to eat all this stuff. I need to get to the next window quickly. Please just give me the fat sauce. Yeah, so he had a good chuckle about that. We laughed. I kind of fell off the hook a little bit because now this guy doesn't think I'm just a big fat lard eating a shitload of disgusting <laughs> food at one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, yeah, so, you know, got to the next window. They gave me my coffees. She gave me a bag of food. It's a pretty big, one of those big plastic bags that they have mm-hmm. for salads and large, large orders. She gave me that. And then she looks at me and she said, you know, we've got another bag coming, right? And I said, yeah, I would think so. Ouch. I'm sure. And so she, she said, yeah, just hold on a second. They went and got the other bag and handed it to me. Full of condiments. Full of a burrito and just condiments. Mm. Salsa, butter, syrup. So. 
Hence, now my stomach hurts. I felt really judged by the people at McDonald's. Yeah, stop judging. I mean, we do live in Gilbert. Listen, I... I don't... I mean, okay, we live in Mormontown. Maybe we do have, like, six kids. Yeah, what? Who do you... Who are you to judge? Maybe I'm just gonna eat all these pancakes myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe I like syrup. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not reasonable. Well, it's roughly, like... 20 minutes since we stopped eating this and I was just I'm sick you thrown up I have thrown up a little bit mm-hmm. and I, fair, didn't, I didn't go crazy I was just gonna say to be fair we didn't eat all of that food no <laughs> we didn't eat no. all of the syrup there's probably five syrup packets still downstairs and, a and bunch butter, of butter and um okay. I just McDonald's does not hold up I prepared it I get my, we got our fries dumped out on a plate that we can share. I've made my little cup full of ketchup. I buttered each pancake just <laughs> deliberately, put my syrup on, took one bite, and I was done. It was disgusting. I couldn't eat it. I felt so just like, I may as well be eating Crisco. It's not even that it was like super Crisco. It was dry and hard and... I ate slow, and now I literally feel like something's dying inside of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, the McDonald's pancake-itis. Oh my god. <laughs> Such bad decisions you today. you got the itis. It's... So can we just, for a moment, discuss not having hash browns? Because it's probably the whole reason McDonald's breakfast is the best. Well, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, those You're a big hash, hash brown fan? I am a huge hash brown fan. They're a little too greasy for me. I know. Yeah. They like they really soak those guys in the fat. I know. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah. They're having problems with, since they rolled this out to everybody, they're having some problems with getting it to work. The franchisees are having some issues. They're saying that it's not working, it's causing... Uh, confusion in the kitchen it's driving customers one guy said it was driving customers away i would think it would bring me in i mean i was super excited about it at first this is the first time we've had it won't do it again won't do it again just because mcdonald's has been really bad since we came out here but um they're saying that uh, they have to have separate uh grills for to cook the eggs and the meat because they can't cook them at the same time they're saying that they're having issues with the staff getting the food prepared correctly now that they've added all these extra items that are all available at the same time. Um, I just feel like it's not rocket science. It really isn't. Jack in the Box does it. Why can't McDonald's do it? I don't know. Jack in the Box has fucking tacos and egg rolls. Jack in the Box, every Jack in the Box I go to, no matter what time of day it is, no matter how many people are in line... I only ever see one person in the kitchen. <laughs> There's one guy in Jack in the Box cooking three different, you know, strains of food. <laughs> from all over the from world. From all over the world. <laughs> they're just shy of having spaghetti on their menu. I know, seriously. They're sh- Do you remember when McDonald's had spaghetti? No. You don't remember that? <laughs> no, There was a time thing. in the... No, it was nationwide. Was it? There was a time oh. when they were trying to bring their, their brand up. I'm so funny. I... I just was reading about this the other day. I actually remember it in Belfast, but I it, I was reading about it somewhere on Reddit or something. It came up, and it's funny you say that because they yeah they were trying to bring their brand up a little bit, trying to be like you know McDonald's are more than just burgers. Look, we got spaghetti, we got 
I think they had Chinese food a little bit at one point. I don't know if that was nationwide or not. They were, they were trying some things out, and it didn't, obviously it didn't work. But. I just want to read this paragraph in this <laughs> article, because yeah. for one, that's disgusting. I would never. Would you ever? <laughs> but I... If you're pizza, talking, do you remember when they had pizza? No. Oh, I think that was around the same time. God, how old are you? <laughs> we had one restaurant when I was growing up, and it was McDonald's. <laughs> we loved it. It was way better than this place we went to today. But um, I do want to read this paragraph out of this article on Eater uh, website. I mean, eater.com. Um, adding an all-day breakfast brings many challenges in bold. Bold. Bold yeah. brings many challenges. Mm-hmm. The grills McDonald's uses to cook burgers don't translate well to eggs. Buns need one toaster setting, while hearty English muffins require a different level of heat. This may not be an issue for a traditional restaurant, but in the high-volume, quick-service fast food industry, fiddling with grills and toasters while fitting another group of ingredients into prep area doesn't scream efficiency. That is a big problem. Okay. I don't... I don't get it. Yeah. Well... I can sort of understand it no. a little bit. I I don't get why they didn't just go into a jack-in-the-box and take a peek in the kitchen and <laughs> kind of copy what they're doing. I don't understand that part of it. But I understand McDonald's is supposedly all about efficiency. It's a line. you got your burgers in one drawer sitting in their own juices, one pl- yellow plastic drawer. you got your buns over here. you got your cheese. It's item, mm. item, item, item. I had a friend who worked at McDonald's, and he was... It was more of a joke than needing an actual job. He was super smart. He just wanted to see what it was like. And he worked there for a while. And he said it was literally like he could close his eyes and not even be paying attention to it once he learned the steps because it was so step by step by step. Yeah, I mean, that's how McDonald's is consistent. Mm -hmm. Anywhere you go, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like... Buns need one toaster setting while hearty English muffins require a different level of heat isn't going to require a lot of ingenuity, but I am wrong. You're not, yeah, you're not changing the settings on a rocket. You're I mean, literally you turning a knob on a toaster from the light, the circle that's not filled in to the circle that's filled in, right? I'm just saying you're asking too much. So, yeah, I don't get it either. I don't understand why they're having such a struggle with it. People, the franchisees are saying it's terrible. They're saying that they're driving, that the breakfast stuff is driving customers uh, to buy the cheaper breakfast food than the regular food, which is more expensive, so they're mm. losing money. They're, you know, It's a whole fiasco. Well, it's an over and done deal. We tested the water. I have had my head in the toilet water since then. Yeah, it's that's uh, McDonald's. Mm. Making it great. <laughs> you know what? We... You know, sometimes we just like to, like, chill out and eat junk food and, like, seriously binge watch Netflix. Mm -hmm. And you convinced me, and I think, like, part of the reason we did McDonald's is because it was easy, but we made the decision to start watching The Flash. Mm -hmm. I was, like, not down for it, but surprisingly good. Yeah, you're not a huge comic book fan. You don't read comic books, but you like the movies sometimes. You can kind of get into it from time to time. I... I'm not a big comic book fan. What? Yeah. I like comic books a lot. What? I really get tied up in all the minutia. Mm. Um, and this is the show for that. There is so much minutia in this show. But The Flash is great. It. Uh, I, I wasn't sure that I would like it. 
I don't, I've never watched, I've watched a few episodes of Arrow, which is the show that it spun off from, uh, about Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it came on Netflix. I talked you into it. I don't know how. I think I've had, a, I was on a roll lately. I talked you into going, I talked you into watching Penny Dreadful, which we talked about last episode oh, that you really so liked. Good. Um, so I was, good. I've talked you into a couple good shows lately that you've liked. Yeah. And, um, so I've been on a roll. I talked you into it. <laughs> you got into it. You kind of liked it. Yeah. I think you're really going to like Empire. I don't know if I would like Empire. <laughs> That's something you really, really like. I can convince you. You've convinced me. Yeah, Look what I, I do that. out of love. Yeah. I'm just saying mm-hmm. Empire out of love. Yeah. Okay, anyway. I've watched it a few times with you. It's and the, it's pretty silly. <laughs> the uh, murder show that you watch, How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, love it. That show... I watched a little bit with you last night, and it is super dramatic. It's so dramatic. It's like Scandal. I love it. It's, yeah. Oh, Scandal. Yeah, it's another one where it's like, you think things are happening that are going to destroy the world in The Flash? You think they're up against some odds? No, 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 no. In, in those shows, <laughs> Olivia those Pope people, is fighting for love. They're literally fighting for love, and it is more important <laughs> than, even the president gets involved, and he's not even interested in running the country anymore. He wants to get in on some of that action. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So, back to The Flash, where <laughs> where things are a little bit more real than uh, Scandal. That's bullshit, but things okay. are more likely to happen yes, in The Flash true. than they happen in Scandal. <laughs> Everywhere yeah. there's a superhero. So, yeah, so The Flash... You know, if you haven't watched it, it's the DC Comics character. He runs really fast, and that's what most people think. But before going into the show, is that pretty much what you thought of The Flash? I have a couple Flash action figures around. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know a lot about The Flash. Yeah. You recognized the red suit. You knew he could run fast. Yes. That was about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, The Flash is played by Grant Gustin. Newcomer. Canadian guy. Yeah. Kind of scrawny. Kind of scrawny. I like that they went with that. He's not tall. He's not beefy. He's thin and lithe, so you know he's going to be... He's a runner. I mean, he looks good in the suit. Whatever. Um, I wish he was a little bit taller. He does look a little kid-like, but I can see what they're going for. Hmm. Um, he's really good. He fits it. He. Um, I thought that the show was going to be pretty melodramatic. I thought it was going to be a lot like Smallville, where it was, you know, a monster of the week, and it was really silly, and they were going to try to stay away from some of the more superhero heroic parts you know, mm. the super villains and the really getting into the crazy stuff mm-hmm. and they did for a while like most of the first I'd say probably the first 10 episodes or so were mostly monster of the week like yeah and it got better as they built up and built up the characters and their relationships mm-hmm. and then god forbid that there's a comic book reference in the middle of the story because we have to pause and I get to hear about it <laughs> Yeah, that minutia, it, uh, it's oh. everywhere, starting from the beginning, the the news channel that they show where they're seeing stuff happening, what? News 52. Oh, the number 52. 52 is everywhere in that show. They're, mm. They were going, they were t- talking about 52 seconds on one episode, they were talking about another 52 something. It's everywhere, and for those of you who don't know, and Amy got to hear this already, so I'll, I'll truncate this, this Thank uh, you. explanation, but the 52 in the in the DC Universe, there was a, a year-long uh, series that came out called 52, came out every week. Well, there was one issue each week for 52 weeks. Uh, at the end of that series, they brought back the multiverse, which had been destroyed uh about you know 10 or 15 years earlier back in 1985 I guess it was further back than that but it was back in 1985 they destroyed the multiverse 
brought everything back onto one planet, and then at the end of 52, they blew it up, and it was not infinite planets, it was... 52? 52 planets, good, yeah. <laughs> 52 planet, 50, 52 Earths, uh, 52 multiverses oh, out there. Shit. So, uh, they're, they're, you know, that was a big thing. I think they're still doing it now. I kind of dropped out of those comics uh, lately, but 52 is a big thing with that. Multiverse is really tied to the Flash because he's the first one who crossed into it, and uh, he died during the first crisis when it all went away. So he's he's really he's really tied into it. Um, they talk about the crisis, which you've heard about, Crisis on mm-hmm. Infinite Earths, the original crisis, the best crisis, where all of the original multiverse kind of crashed together and exploded, and everything went away, and somebody was coming, the Anti Monitor, and the mind. very very you know. Uh, deep and there's a lot of things going on and I won't try to get into it. It's a huge book. A lot of writing. I feel like I um, because we sleep together like I have comic book knowledge via osmosis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Likely. I almost followed what you just said. Mm -hmm. I love it. (sighs) So great. Anyway. So they they talk about the crisis first episode. They at the end you know they the villain of the series he brings up uh, a newspaper from the future that says flash disappears in the crisis and it has mm-hmm. another little story off in the corner that says red skies dissipate and it's you know, alluding to the fact that the flash sacrificed himself in the crisis to save hmm. the remaining earths which was only one from an infinite number hmm. not 52 that came later that's when they brought oh, the, okay. that's when they brought it back See, I mean... back, back in the day it was infinite earths there was earth you know, from everything from Earth One to Earth Prime, which was our Earth, it was the real Earth. They had the writers that were popping into this area. Very, very interesting stuff. Die, Amy. You would think <laughs> that you would know that by now. I'll teach you about it uh, someday. And to be, you know, to get it back into something, you know, realistic, they're they're thinking that that science of that in real life is not that far off. The idea of alternate dimensions and multiverses—they're really starting to glom onto that in physics and think that that may be what's hmm. actually happening in real life. Science. That Iris West character. Mm-hmm. The female lead. You love her. She's your favorite. Ugh. Girl power. Ugh. I the time they're like, oh, you're just so pretty. She's really not. They really drummed that home early on. Ugh. A lot of people were talking about how pretty she was. Every time somebody would meet her, they would tell Barry how pretty she was. Dr. Caitlin Snow, way prettier. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like... She's not as pretty as they... They should probably should have cast it up. Sorry, what's her name? Candace Patton. If that was something that they were going to push, I don't know. I mean, I, if I were her, I would probably be a little insulted that they had to push it so much <laughs> in the show. I mean, she's a pretty girl, right? There's, she's pretty. There's nothing wrong with her. I don't know why they pushed it so hard. That was something we caught pretty early on. Maybe it's also, like, her personality of her character. She doesn't I have want much to do. Punch in the face. Yeah, she started off okay. Mm, you didn't like her from the beginning? No, and I don't know why. She doesn't have much to do. She's the she's the uh, she's the love object. She's the, the girl that Barry can't have, and that's kind of what she has to be in the show. And it's difficult to really give them something to do when he needs to keep his secret identities secret and all that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of like as you mentioned, a lot of like teenage type stuff like mm-hmm. oh will they get together will they not oh love lost and and things like that but it is the CW so kind of expecting that 
Yeah, that's that's sort of what held me away at first because Smallville did the same thing. It was, uh, you know, Clark Kent wanting to get with Lana Lang and she doesn't want to, but he's got this secret and then that causes space between them and it's the same thing that happened with Ari and Iris in the show. And they don't have... It's hard to shoehorn that in when there are people coming and blowing things up or in Smallville's case there's dimensions that are opening up and people are coming through the Phantom Zone it's you know it's hard to build that drama up and have that be large when and also build up the romantic drama and have it be equal it just isn't and you know from there it's uh, that's where you get you know those characters Lana Lang Iris West not having much to do in the show yeah yeah, I mean, what do you prefer, Smallville or The Flash thus far? Well, The Flash, what I like about it is after, like, those first ten or so episodes, it shed that, it, it kind of stepped out of that. The first ten episodes, you could watch it, it's the same beats as, you know, the first five seasons of Smallville. It's Monster of the Week, it's I love you, I'm pining for this girl, I can't have her, oh my god, I got superpowers, what do I do, I'm trying to figure it out. My friend, Harrison Wells, Lex Luthor, their friends... You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the same, it, beat by beat, I mean, it's almost the exact same show. But after about, you know, 10 episodes or so, they really started digging in, they started bringing in other characters that you would never, I would never have thought I would have seen on screen, like Firestorm. Mm-hmm. Super cool, right? How excited was I when they put the thing on his chest and it made his shirt look like the costume that he wears? How excited was I, right? You have gotten so exciting and so excited in so many places of this show that I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Okay, are you okay? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's exciting. So I feel like um, you being a comic book fan, like, this must be very gratifying for them to be writing a show that is so comic book centric with so many different Easter eggs. Yeah, for me it's good because it's a lot of things that you would never think you were going to see on screen. I never thought I would see Firestorm with his hair on fire. flying around in a show on television next to the flash who's crossing through dimensions and has the cosmic treadmill they don't call it the cosmic treadmill but he's running on a treadmill in the lab it's the cosmic treadmill which i've talked about to you a lot right yeah you you now have if somebody said cosmic treadmill to you you would know exactly what they're talking about no (laughs) and but for you for me it's a great show you know, I there's there's silly parts of it. I could get rid of the whole romantic part and just I want to see more characters and more stuff. But for you, not having a sh- you know a ton of comic book knowledge, ton. a shit ton, yeah. Trying to keep it clean over here. We're a classy show. No, we're not. <laughs> so having not having a shitload of comic book knowledge, you still liked it though. You still glommed onto it. You thought it was good. Yeah, it's good. It's watchable. I'm kind of excited for the next season. We still have one more episode this season, mm-hmm. which is the season finale. Um, yeah, we'll watch it this weekend. We'll see how it ends and then how it progresses into the newest season that's on now. Mm-hmm. Just started. I think there's maybe three episodes out. Nice. Really, really excited for it. Cool. Yeah, so that's The Flash. Good stuff. I would watch it. Stick yeah, to the first two I'd episodes. Watch it. I would watch it too. Yeah. It takes a little bit of like getting into, but once you're into it, like you're into it. Yeah. I agree. It's been a it's been a good season. Mm-hmm. I feel like for the first season, there's a lot going on. They really, yeah, they really. I feel like they really doubled down on those last, you know, thirteen episodes to really make up for the first ten or so. Yeah, but like, I like that they started in unraveling the unraveling the plot like mid season versus the last, the last couple. couple Trying to of, cram it in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That episode 
uh, yeah, but before we move on, I do I wanted, do you want to talk about Ed, the guy who played Ed? What's his name? Um, Tom Cavanaugh. Oh, yeah. He, he, I know him as Ed from the show, Ed. He, he was on, like, ten years ago. Oh, yeah, I guess he was, huh? Remember that? Uh, Did, I never watched the show, but yeah, I Does that know, make sense yeah. why I keep calling him Ed? Yeah, that's weird. I thought you knew him. <laughs> so no. I, I can't remember his I name, I don't know. I'm Ed. really bad with people's names. But, uh, well, I've been calling him Ed for two weeks while I've been watching the okay. show. Okay. You must have just... I move over my head. Block it out. I just... Sometimes I have to with you. Well, okay. Well, Tom Cavanaugh, he plays Dr. Harrison Wells... He's uh, Barry's mentor, basically, mm-hmm. in the show. He's the guy who causes the accident that, you know, that gave Flash's powers, powered up all these, you know, characters that they're fighting each week, whatever. Um, he, the episode where he, where they all find out and get on board that Spoilers. Yes, Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah, maybe, if you, maybe, maybe skip this part for a little bit. Good job, Amy. Look at that. You are, <laughs> you are a true comic book fan. You're concerned about spoilers. Yeah, good job. Um, but yeah, spoiler alert. Skip through this, maybe, if you don't want to hear... But the uh, the episode where they find out, they all get on board with the fact that he is actually Aobard Thon, the reverse Flash, the character that's been dogging Barry the whole season, killed his mother when he was a kid, set this whole thing in motion. They find out that Harrison Wells is, is reverse Flash, and Harrison Wells is Barry's mentor. He's the one who's teaching him, trying to get him better and uh, make him the Flash, he, you know, without getting into a whole lot of details about why and what. Um... That was a gripping episode. I was literally just like... There were almost tears. It, it was amazing. You had goosebumps at one point, right? I had goosebumps at one point, a couple points. Mm-hmm. Tom Cavanaugh, he acted his ass off in that episode. He was monstrous. He was cold. He was calculating. He didn't give a shit that they found out that he was a reverse flash. Mm-hmm. He, one of my favorite things, and I don't think I mentioned this to you yet, but I will now. One of my favorite things about him is when he he talks about uh, because he's from the future, all these people he's killed, they've been dead to him for centuries. Mm-hmm. It means nothing to him. I, you're dead to me. But when he kills in the one of the again a lot of minutiae, but when he kills Cisco, tells him this is this is hard for me because you're like a son to me. It, it was amazing and. It, it sounds silly. It's a very melodramatic show. There's a lot of overacting. Mm-hmm. He he killed it. He is killing it in that show. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's amazing. He he. I'd love to see him in the show more. I hope he makes it through the season. Nice. Yeah. So that's the Flash. <laughs> Lightning bolt sound effects here. <laughs> I want to talk about um. Um, it's October. So October, October. So <laughs> there's a lot of fun things that happen on in October. Um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead's back. We haven't caught it though. Watched part of it. We weren't really paying attention. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm a huge fan, but like, we watched half of the first episode, and I just had too much going on that day, and I couldn't like get into it. So yeah, we're gonna have to go back. And we're gonna have to go back. A couple episodes it. probably. One. We've only watched half of one. Did it just come back last week? I don't remember. I think there may be two episodes. But American Horror Story. So I've been... Okay, little backstory. <laughs> In case you didn't know, um, I'm a huge Lady Gaga fan. Like, mm-hmm. um, You're one of our monsters, right? I am a little monster. A little I, monster. I, I, I fucking love her. Mm-hmm. I love everything she's done from day one. Um, she's brilliant. She's talented. 
and she's smart and she's a businesswoman and I she's an artist for sure I, I, I'll I give her that I love her I, I love her so at first you really made me turn my my views around on Lady Gaga I'm still not a huge Lady Gaga fan but I can I really respect what she does she's, she hmm. really is an artist she really yeah. is I mean, she's, she's not just a singer dancer or whatever like I, I definitely see her as an artist yeah I mean she did a lot of pop like at the beginning mm. that's how she got her breakthrough but mm. she wanted so much more and she's fucking slaying it right now yeah I um you know the artist Peaches right the singer yeah. Peaches yeah she's been she's been out promoting a book or something so she's popped up in a few of the podcasts that I listen to lately and she was talking about Lady Gaga because mm-hmm. they get compared quite a bit mm-hmm. right I mean they kind of have the same they're both kind of out there artists they both kind of don't give a shit what people think do what they want to do mm-hmm. um and she was talking about her saying that she thinks that lady gaga um should get back to her roots doing like rock music like kind of getting away from some of the weird pop stuff that she was doing like she feels like she kind of got shoehorned into pop and feels like she needs to get back into doing like more rock she kept saying rock and roll, but I don't think she means like straight rock and roll, like no. the Rolling Stones or something, but you know what she means. Yeah, I do know what she yeah. means. Um, like Lady Gaga was at one point in like New York City playing local clubs, um, writing music, just sitting at the piano and playing and singing like these really like rock-esque type songs, yeah. but in a pop way. Really blowing um, the performances. Like, yeah. Really for- 15 people in a bar somewhere yeah yeah and like i've heard some of the recordings and the her first and second album do not do justice to the things she was doing previous to that Mm -hmm. just listening to her um you know coffee shop i'll just call it but like local bars type Mm -hmm. recordings blowing it out of the water compared to her first and second albums which made her famous which mm. I love and I adore and I'll listen to all day um but I uh I respect a lot I respect her a lot so I know that she's acted in a little bit uh of, of like movies had some cameo roles and her videos are always super eccentric and and well done where there are many movies yeah where yeah. it involves acting um and I was when I heard she was coming to American Horror Story, which I love, mm-hmm. love, 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 big I fan. big fan. Um, I what I almost died a little bit inside out of it excitement. Any any chance for you to see Lady Gaga is always a, a an exciting moment. She's for you. in my living room every week. I die. Yeah, it's um, you were super excited. And that was announced really shortly after the last season yeah. ended, right? Like so last year. I've been like drooling over, drooling it, over it, scouting <laughs> scouting the web for like any type of pictures of Lady Gaga doing uh, video footage for it or like yeah. I- anything I can get you know doing what me and oh my, my, nerd, my nerd brethren do with Star Wars yeah. just like is there oh my god is that a a picture that was taken from yeah. a drone and you can yeah. see him in the corner like yeah is this a, is this fake is it real yeah it was been interesting seeing you like really scouring for that stuff because it's for me it's something I do all the time with the nerd stuff that I do uh-huh. for you it, I think it's something new to really be like super nerd about a show oh my god lady gaga but anyway i guess i'm going around back to and i want to touch base on american horror story because the season just started and i'm trying not to talk too much about lady gaga that she's like playing this countess of this hotel Mm -hmm. and um she's a vampire and basically 
people go to this hotel to die. And I don't want to go too much into it because I'd rather have like a full out conversation when I understand we can bring it up on a future podcast once the season's in a little bit more. Yeah, because right now there's really not, it's hard to even know what you are they're, seeing. They're building the story. Yeah. Um, second episode, loved it. Yeah, you were really into it. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I was not prepared for Lady Gaga's acting. I am impressed yeah she's good how do you feel i think lady gaga's good i think they're using her well they're not trying to make her be something that i mean they're not trying to like put her in a role where she's a housewife or something they're they're using her and her persona and what she does well they're doing it they're using that well they've got her eccentric costumes they've got her weird makeup they're they've got her kind of a kind of icy attitude Mm-hmm. You know, they're using her very, very well. And I don't know how much influence she has over how she's used in the show. I'm sure she has some sort of creative control over saying... Oh, sure, it's Lady Gaga. You know, a superstar yeah. like her, she's going to have some amount of control. And, and she, I, you know, I, again, I don't know that what that is, but she's being used correctly. I think she's being used well. It's I mean, like it's hard for me because I'm a little biased. Every time she comes on the screen, I'm like, yes! Yeah. So um, I am so excited just to just continue watching this season. Um, it's I'm really actually pretty excited with the storyline so far. It has a um, some subtle underlying addiction issues which are interesting and I do like the idea of um god what is his name he's in every season of America's Horror Story American Horror Story played Lobster Boy last season yeah um god I don't know let me I'll look it up though um he is apparently like he built he he's a serial killer and he built this hotel to basically be a place where he can murder people yeah, that was that was really great. I said it during the show that um, I would rather see that show. <laughs> we are that was seeing awesome. that show. Like the way that they they filmed it, that flashback. Uh, yeah, it was, beautiful. it was all black and white, and the film was all messed up. Like they made mm-hmm. it look really cool, and it was brutal. It was gruesome. Oh, it was right? so gruesome. Like, the this, stuff that they were showing was nuts. This season, I'm like, is this like regular cable? Because it is intense. Probably the most graphic images that I have seen on basic cable. And I am surprised that FX is it's FX, right? Yeah. Is able to get away with that kind of level of blood and gore and rape and it's astonishing. But I can't get enough. Yeah, Evan Peters is his name. Oh yes. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful guy. And he's been from season one. He's been in it since season one. He's been in every season that I know of. I don't. Mm -hmm. Great actor. He is really great. Just not. I mean, what else has he been in? Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in uh, that newest X-Men movie, Days of Future Past. Oh, Remember yeah, he yeah, yeah. Quicksilver. He's been in a ton of stuff, but he's always, he's a really good character actor because he kind of just blends into his roles, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, he's been in, uh, that. he was in that. Um, he's in American Horror Story, of course. Um, well, he's been in a bunch of movies. I, I can't see anything that we we know of right off the bat, but he's been in a ton, a ton of stuff. It looks like, oh, he's in Kick-Ass, right? He was one of the friends in the Kick-Ass. Okay. Um, he was on The Office. Remember when the new guys? Uh, he was um, seeing Michael's nephew. Is that? Oh shit! He got spanked, right? Oh, Michael shit. had to spank him. Yeah. <laughs> he was in we, that. We're huge Office fans. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, he's got a ton of stuff on here. It's it's a lot of stuff, like a lot of indie movies and things that mm-hmm. I haven't necessarily seen. But um, he's only twenty eight. He's got 
stuff starting here in 2009. So that's super exciting. Um, I'm just excited to see where the season goes and uh, continue to hope they don't kill off Lady Gaga too soon. Yeah. That scares the fuck out of me. Because American Horror Story does that. You'll be think you'll think you're watching one show or one type of oh, this is where the season's going, mm-hmm. and then it stops. Like last year with the fucking scary ass clown. Oh, they pushed and pushed and pushed that pushed clown on you pushed. with all the advertising and everything. And then like He's gone. Before half the season. Yeah. So I just feel like please don't take my gaga away. I just like need her in my living room every week because I have a Lady Gaga gasm. Well, that's one of the things that uh, I like American Horror Story. I think that they get away with a lot. Like you're saying, they do a lot of crazy stuff on that show that you wouldn't expect to see on TV. But that's one of the things that I think that they're uh, they're losing me on. I really, really liked the first season with the, the Haunted mm-hmm. House. I loved that show. That that season, it was it was really, really great. They were kind of restrained a little bit I think a little bit in what they mm-hmm. could do it wasn't like super over the top and crazy the the Asylum one I don't remember that one so much but I remember okay. we watched it yeah, it was okay they sort of started to veer into that territory that they're, they're on now which we is, skipped over Coven we, yeah we started watching that one and it wasn't so great no F- uh, Freak Show they really just like they I really, enjoyed I didn't it was interesting to watch mm-hmm. I never felt like they knew what they were doing it really felt that they like you said, they cut off this thing with the clown partway through. They, I never felt like they knew where they were going to end. I felt yeah. like at that season is when they started focusing more on the visual yeah. than they did the story. They'd stepped away from the story so much. The story wasn't so strong. It was, the story was a, uh, a vehicle to get these gruesome visuals on screen. Yeah, but I feel like where the direction of Hotel is going right now, there's some good storyline there. There's some good potential. They've got really great actors in there. They've got yeah. Wes Bentley and Chloe oh. Sevigny. And, and the, in the fact that Kathy he's Bates like back. lost a child, mm-hmm. you know? Who's living in the hotel. Who's living in the hotel is a vampire yeah. who hasn't aged and mm-hmm. his twin sister's there. Like, it's gonna get good. It's interesting I still feel like in those first two episodes, I feel like they've got a lot of story that they're putting on the table for us because they've still got that woman who's in every season. And I don't remember her. Julie something. Julie Bowen, mm-hmm. I think is her name, or Julie, not Julie Benz, but Julie Bowen, something like that. She She's in every season. They haven't even really started talking about her very much. It's two episodes in. She's kind of just there, the woman who, uh, uh, she's like the rock star vampire lady that's there. You don't remember her? I don't remember her. The the one with the crimpy hair? Oh, no. No, that she's the drug addict. Yeah. She's dead. Right. But they don't... I, like they, She's just kind of there at this point after That's two episodes. That's not She has a list. Um, <laughs> what? She has a fucking list. Oh, yeah. Definitely. She's she the was the two-headed one. The two-headed, yeah. The two-headed yeah, yeah, yeah. What is her Chinese name? Twin. It's well, Julie, don't Julie you Bowen, yeah. I think is her no, name. No, it's not Julie Bowen. Um, if I heard it, I would know it, and that's not it. Okay. Well, I'm willing to bet money. Anyway, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. I no, I'm you, serious. I'll twenty bucks. Breakfast at Pink. At, oh uh, God, I'm gonna puke. Stop talking about it. Um. But anyway, what I'm saying is that they have a lot of story threads that they've put out there, and after last season, I don't feel super um, confident that they're gonna follow them. All. I just need you to stay with me on this. Yeah, I definitely am. Sarah Paulson. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah that's Julie me. Bowen. I don't know where. I Where's get that my twenty? But I am just really excited, not only for Lady Gaga, but I feel like the season is like bringing it back to season one with more gore, and I get like 
super excited about it. I'm interested it. to see where it goes for sure. I'm not saying I'm off the boat. I'm not saying... You're not off the boat. You're stuck on the boat. I'm stuck it's, on the boat. I'm trapped if, on if the boat. The butts, if the boat is going down, you're fucking... You're there with yeah. me. I've got 44 minutes committed to it every week for the next it's 13 weeks. It's a little weeks. longer, I think. <laughs> and, like... Gaga is the captain yeah, of that ship. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm off board mm-hmm. and I'm not going to watch it. I'm just saying I don't. I feel that they need to get their groove back. I do really enjoy the fact that you said that you see her much more as an artist. Yeah, she, so does that mean like next time I go see her in concert, you're going to be there? Listen. Okay. Wait. Wait. Uh, wait. 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 I can appreciate what somebody does. I just need a yes. I don't need to. go I need see a yes. Them. I need a yes. I've been to three Lady Gaga shows. One of them I had to go by myself. I just need your confirmation on recording that you will go to the next Lady Gaga show with me. Yeah. Uh, I can oh. say no. And I, God I, damn it. I'm not going to a Lady Gaga show. I can appreciate what she does. I can appreciate her as an artist. I Listen, you can appreciate some... You can appreciate Hitler for his organization skills. Jesus Christ, Jeff. It doesn't mean you're going to go Jesus Christ, join his really? fan club, right? What's, what? <laughs> I appreciate Lady Gaga for what she does, and I appreciate her creativeness. Jesus Christ, It's Jeff. not for me. Hitler, really? I'm just using that as okay, an example. Hitler, really? You can appreciate Nothing aspects else? of something and not be a fan of Nothing that. else you That's can all. think of besides it Hitler? popped into my head. Hitler. Sorry. She's not Hitler. Okay. And for the record, Hitler's bad. Can we agree on that? Yes. Super organized. I just... No, Jeff, stop! (laughs) Wildly organized Uh, for the wrong things. The views on this program are not uh, necessarily the views of Buddha Cat Films. Oh, thank you. That's true. You're welcome. I may be Buddha Cat 1, but that does not represent my brain. (laughs) Well, pretty soon you keep talking about Hitler, I'm going to be Buddha Cat 1. We'll see. And other news... Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Cat news. Cat news. Meow, meow. Was that good? Yeah, it's that time of the show. <laughs> cat news. Meow. We've got cats in the house. Oh my god. Cats on the couch. Cats on the floor here at Buddha Cat HQ. Cats everywhere. It's like <laughs> a, it's just... like a, a truck full of cats just like tipped over and they're spread out all over the place. It's it, this house is full of pussy. Whoa, that's. We're doing that. We're going that way. And you thought my Hitler <laughs> reference was controversial. So, yeah, the pussy word is not controversial. I didn't say the C word. So, cats, 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 cats. I got so excited. I went to go get cat food and cat litter the other day at PetSmart or Petco. Which one was I at? PetSmart. PetSmart. Okay, so um, they are the same ones that had the Star Wars line of cat toys. That was Petco. That's where I was then. Okay. Okay, bring it back. But that's me reversing and rewinding. Um, okay, so I went to Petco to get cat litter and cat food that is basically the majority of our budget each month. And so um, I go in and lo and behold, two of my favorite things mixed together, Halloween and cats. That's right, cat costumes. Let's talk about it. I sent you a bunch of pictures of them. You sent me probably 25 pictures of cat costumes. <laughs> so, and what did I send you back for each one? Um, a gif of cats freaking out. Yeah. Get which Terrified I mean, cats. <laughs> okay, so we um, bought 
when the Star Wars cat stuff came out, like, we had to, right? I'm a big Star Wars fan. You gotta support that little indie film. Yes, you do. Support what you love, right? They need my money. Side note, remind me before, uh, after the cat segment to talk about that for two seconds. Anyway, so I was looking at all the the, uh, Petco cat costumes, and they had so many. And feel free to go to their website and look around. But let me give you a small example. Sombrero. Sombrero cat. Sombrero cat. Mm -hmm. And the cat on the tag, not so happy to be in that sombrero. Mm -hmm. I can relate. I wouldn't be happy to be in a sombrero either. Fucking adorable. I like that the brand is called Boutique. Get it? two O's. Yeah. Scary. Okay. We've got a cat that is in a royal costume, Mm. complete with cape and crown. Yeah, that is a regal cat. Regal cat? Not so happy. Mm-mm. Still adorable. Yeah. All right, so we've got a Viking cat. Viking cat with the the pigtails. Okay, so yeah, That's um, cool. the cat looks like Bucky for one, mm-hmm. and it is like this little fuzzy hat that you put on the cat that looks like the Viking helmet with the big silver horns and red pigtails hanging down. I like- I, that it's multifunctional because it looks like the tag says also for cats. So it must have been a dog one, huh? It's super You can put this Viking though. helmet on your cat or your dog. Or your baby. Your baby. Small child. Mm-hmm. We also have probably my favorite. These ones are my favorites. I actually kind of <laughs> get a kick out of these. So you like put the harness on your cat and it looks like a saddle with a rat riding it with yeah. a cowboy hat. That's pretty funny. Because you know your cats are going to either book it uh-huh. and it's going to look like a cowboy <laughs> or your cat, like our cats, just going to collapse in collapse. D- despair Yeah, if this has happened to them. If I was going to purchase one of these, which I think are right around $10 each, with the hats by themselves being around $5 each, it was going to be that one. Yeah. The S- problem with that is that our cats wouldn't run. They would they would just collapse. I don't know. Dana? Dana would run, I and I, we don't know what Bucky would do. We've had some experience with the cat costumes, and they, I don't know. They, mm, they, they don't like wearing clothes like they do on TV. <laughs> um, so they also had one where it was like a jockey riding it, and then, um, yeah. And then, oh, they had another mouse in a race car, so it was, like, silver and looked like there was a race car driver driving the cat that was a car. (laughs) Um, We also have an octopus cat. Ooh, that one's good. Where um, its head is basically the octopus. It has eyes on top of the hat and then tentacles hanging down around its neck. I love a good octopus. And, oh, little sailor cat. Oh, my God. That one's terrible. (laughs) With a sailor collar and a sailor hat. And you can look like he's about to go out uh, to sea. He's in the Navy. Mm, Seaman kitty. And pumpkin cat. because The classic. The classic Halloween costume. Jack-o'-lantern. It is a cat dressed in a jacket with the back that looks like a pumpkin face and then a little hat that is like the top when you carve pumpkins of like the top of the orange part of the pumpkin and like a little stem and leaf. I'm just saying brilliant. Is that a is that one a uh, uh that's uh, a piñata. Piñata, thank you. Costume. Yeah. So you can make your cat or small dog look like a piñata. Piñata. 
right. Is there a hot dog in the background of that picture as well? Yes. You can make... They had so many. I ran out of time. It's hilarious. I wish uh, that we had... A million of dollars? I don't wish that we had cats that would do that. That would be depressing. <laughs> I'm spending my time dressing up my cat like a hot dog. I need to find a different hobby, I think. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this... When they go on clearance, totally, res- like, okay. Like, 50% off? You're getting them. I'm getting them all. You're doing it. You're going all in. I'm committing. You're doing it this year? Yeah, I just feel like, like, Dana walks on a leash. Why not make a little mouse riding her back? Yeah, I don't know if she'd be super cool with that. They we'll don't see. tend to like it, but... We shall see. We will give you future updates on <laughs> Cat Terror Storm Pictures to come. Yeah. Pictures to come. They'll go up on com uh, <laughs> most likely. So that's what we have for cat news. Meow, meow. Cat news. That was good. That was a good one. Good job. So I think that brings us towards the end of the podcast. We've covered a few topics. We got into some things. Yeah. Got into some stuff. Some stuff. Talked about some TV shows. I cats. do want to apologize um, because... I know, like, we had committed to doing a weekly podcast together, and I want to talk about that uh, for a few moments here. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I love how passionate my husband is about Boudicat Films and its success and making movies and playing with music and just really being creative. And I am absolutely jealous of your commitment to it, and I'm super impressed. And I'm so glad that you have this, like, stress reliever and this way to come home and feel like, look what I did. I love that. And it's a really great, fantastic way for you to channel your energy. Um, I channel my energy a little bit differently. I am a workaholic. Mm -hmm. I'll be the first person to say it. Also, this is the the serious part of the podcast. (laughs) Um, I work... I'm very passionate about my work and I'm very fortunate to love what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's been a very long time since I've been able to say that and it makes me happy. A few years, yeah. It's been, you've been working hard at jobs that you don't really give a shit about for a long time. And not getting anywhere. Yeah, and kind of just frustrating and spinning your wheels. But you started this new job at this startup. They're really like your, your kind of job. It's the job you yeah. really like. You really get to work hard and do the thing that you you know you know it may not be the line of business that you care about so much it's the way you get to work the job i think that you really love i love it um so you've been super busy it's been really crazy and that's part of the reason why we've not been able to get episodes out as quickly as we planned and and Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis because i'm an hourly employee at my job Mm -hmm. i get paid by the hour i work eight hours a day that eight hours hits and i am in my car down the highway i'm Mm -hmm. done your salary, you work, you don't have a set amount of time. You're expected to do a lot of work right? in and out of the office. You get a laptop, you lug around, and you have to get that work done regardless of How whether many you've hours worked eight work. hours or not. Yeah. yeah. So it's been really difficult for you. You've been yeah. really stressed out. You've had a large workload on you. We've not Q4, been to... and I'll talk a little bit. I work in the healthcare industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not specifically. I work in a startup, but it's a software-as-a-service startup, mm-hmm. and um, it it's tied in with healthcare, and and so Q4, if you like know that you work in a position, like this is usually the time where you're like picking your benefits for the next year. Yeah, I just did mine yesterday. Yeah. So super like backlog of work and really Q4 hasn't even begun. Yeah, it just started at the beginning of the month. We're on a vacation freeze for November, December, and January. So like 
I would have loved to have been able to commit on a weekly basis to this podcast. However, I do know I will be special guesting a lot. You'll be special guest, yeah. I'm, I, I, on the other hand, I am going to commit to get this out every week. We want to get, I know for me as a podcast listener, I want to hear the podcast on a regular basis. If it's every week, if it's every two weeks, if it's every month, whatever. The thing that drives me crazy when I get podcasts, when I get to be a fan of a podcast, is it just comes out whenever and I don't want it to be like that. And I, you know, I got busy too. We were just, we just couldn't, it's hard to hash out that time to do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we get worked by the end of the week and we can't, you know, and it take an hour to do something sometimes is harder than it sounds. So, you know, we maybe get a little ahead of ourselves. I know that with the Budacat Films thing, I'm trying to get it out on across oh, a few different platforms. Worked hard on this website. But I think that I've gone, so proud of you. I got a little bit of ahead of myself with it and I started committing to things that... I couldn't necessarily do as regularly as I thought. If you look at my schedule up there that I've written on my whiteboard, mm-hmm. it's pretty big. And, uh, you know, I want to try to get stuff out on a regular basis, whether it's podcasts, whether it's Twitch, uh, video games, you know, whether it's uh, videos on YouTube, uh, po- uh, blog posts on budacatfilms.com. I want to try to get content going on a regular basis because that's really you know, what I care about and what I, I, I want to put out there. So, um, I, you know, whether Amy's here or not on a, on a weekly basis, Budacat Chat is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, when she has time, she'll jump in and she'll be our special guest oh, host, yes. Budacat number 1.5. Oh, I thought you were going to say one, like, for when I'm here. Uh, oh. Will that get you here next week? Yeah. Yeah, I'll come next week if I can say I'm Budacat number one for next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll back burner that one. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but no. we're going to get stuff out. Amy's been super busy. She may not be here every episode, but we love it when she is here. And you know, we really want to keep her going. And I don't know what Cat News is going to do without you. Maybe we'll pick that like, up and make it a drop, and I'll have to do my own Cat yeah, News song. Or I Probably could just, like, I can totally maintain a quick cat news maybe you once can a week. be yeah maybe you can be our we'll throw it to you in the field somewhere while you're doing uh, cat news. <laughs> remotely yeah. i can podcast remotely from work yeah why not yeah love we'll get it some cat news we'll get you an app you'll record it we'll throw it in here <laughs> i think you just want to hear me sing meow yeah that's true you all do everybody does you know it so, well, do you have anything else? I no, I got a hair appointment, boo. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go get your hair done. Gotta get my hair done. Yeah, so we're winding down here. Thank you for listening. Thank you. What a good show. Yeah, I had fun. One. We did good. It was structured. We didn't have to stop 50 times. Okay. The last episode, it you took, what, like three hours for us to do Yeah, you don't have to tell everyone that, though. A little peek behind the curtain here. It was painful. It was. It was our first episode. We're back. It's the second episode. <laughs> we're gonna see you next week. We're going to drop this on Monday, I think. Mm, yeah. And uh, have a good week, everybody. Have this a good week. Jeff, Budacat number one. Amy, Budacat number two. Ow, ow! Next time you talk to me, I'll be a year older. Yeah, it'll be your birthday next week. You can find everything about Budacat Films that you want to know at budacatfilms.com. We're on facebook.com slash budacatfilms. Twitch.com slash Films for video game streaming. I don't have a schedule up yet, but we got some stuff on there you can see. I was playing the Battlefield Star Wars Battlefield beta game over last weekend, and it was amazing. We're going to talk about that in a different show. Uh, you can catch that. Got some Grand Theft Auto action going on there. 
Uh, you can also catch us on youtube.com slash Films, where you can see some of our short film stuff. You can see some Twitch archives there as well. Amy is on facebook.com. And my work email. And her work email. <laughs> Amy's social media is tied strictly to work and pictures of kitties on Snapchat. Selfies. <laughs> Bye. Maybe we'll get you some Twitter going on. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Peace.